Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. That is uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, two of the nominees for this year's Oscar Awards. Uh, That is one of the nominees for Best Song. Uh, I believe they are also up for Acting Awards. Uh, We want to talk now about the 91st Academy Awards which happened on Sunday. A lot of critics are saying this hasn't been the most notable year for movies, especially from an artistic perspective, but there are still plenty of storylines to follow going into this year's awards. Joining me to talk about those storylines is Sonia Rao. She is a pop culture reporter with The Washington Post. Sonia, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks so much. Sure. Also with us is Shana Roth. She is the state capital correspondent for the Michigan Public Radio Network. But more importantly, she is one of our in-house movie buffs and a couch critic. Shana, welcome to Detroit Today. Steven, I am thrilled to be here. Yes. Uh, always w- wonderful to have you here talking about movies instead of politics. Yes. Uh, and also with us is Ryan Patrick Hooper, who is the co-host of Culture Shift here on WDET. Ryan, welcome to the studio. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah. So so let's start with uh, the headline, or the big headline for this year's awards. There is going to be no host because uh, Kevin Hart, uh, one of the comedian, stepped aside after there was controversy over some tweets he made several years ago. Uh, Sonia Raut, how is that going to work at the Oscars how will, we, how will the show proceed with no host? Sure. Um, so, you know, Carrie Burke, who is the entertainment chief of ABC, um, actually brought this up at the Television Critics um, Award, an event, uh, recently. And so she said, you know, they're probably going to go with an opening number of some sort instead of that monologue that we're used to seeing when we tune in. Um, so, you know, the last time they didn't have a host was the show. I can't even remember. It was like 20 years ago. Or they think it was something like that. Um, where Rob Lowe, you know, sang with Snow White, and it's become this infamous moment in Oscars history. Um, so I think they're definitely going to, you know, try to avoid doing something that was as controversial and just weird as that was. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's what they're going to do. They're just going to forego that whole monologue and, I guess, bring in Queen as supposed to uh, perform as well. So that might be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the music this year is a big part of the show, as it always is. Uh, we've got some unusual uh, music, though, and and some notable music. I I have seen the Lady Gaga Bradley Cooper version of A Star Is Born, and uh, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I thought the music in the movie was way better than the film itself. <laughs> uh, Ryan, talk about uh, talk about how important all of that. I, is. I don't think you're necessarily alone no? in that. <laughs> um, He's not. <laughs> people didn't love the film. Well, you know, I think the film is really, really loved. But when we look at music versus acting awards, I don't see Lady Gaga picking up Best Actress. I Mm -hmm. do see very good odds for her to walk away uh, with Best Original Song. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's because it's a huge hit. And, you know, we've seen A Star is Born four times now. The movie's been made four <laughs> times. It never does well at the Oscars, but yeah. it has done well for music when Barbara Streisand won uh, for her rendition. So, it, And that was, again, a song called Evergreen that became a huge hit. So we're mm-hmm. kind of seeing that play out, 
And I think that is the best odds for A Star is Born uh, to clean up because the acting, not so quite. So you didn't even think that Bradley Cooper was, uh, I mean, that's far more his bailiwick than music. I mean, he, he did sing for the film, but that's not what he does. I mean, he's, a, he's an actor. You don't think that was an Oscar likely performance? It didn't strike me, <laughs> but I will say I would love to see Bradley Cooper direct a live concert film because I think the yes. strongest thing out of A Star mm-hmm. is Born are the sequences Those that concerts. he did for live the, when Jackson Maine was performing. Mm. That was stunning, and I would love to see him take that on because movies tend to not get music performances down very well when they're playing a chord but their fingers are clearly on the wrong part of the guitar. <laughs> that wasn't the problem for A Star is Born. <laughs> Shana, what did you think of A Star is Born and Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's chances on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I really echo what uh, Hooper was saying. I mean, when the movie started with this uh, performance by Bradley Cooper, the, I was blown away by the directing. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great movie, as great as everybody that I'm hearing is saying it is going to be. And all of the concert directing and and those scenes were really great. And then the movie really just kind of fell off for me. I did not think that Lady Gaga gave as brilliant, uh, it was a capable performance, but I don't think that it was this, you know, sort of ingenue Oscar performance that a lot of people were thinking it was going to be. Um, I think Bradley Cooper should only direct concert videos from now on, or that should be like (laughs) at the top of his resume now, because he did really well with that. And I was kind of surprised that he did not get a uh, best director nod. Uh, But I don't see him going away with any sort of acting uh, uh, Oscar. And I think a big part of that from what I'm hearing and part of the problem with A Star is Born overall, from what I'm hearing, is that he really did not play the game when it comes to politicking mm. and really trying to like get it out there and get people to vote. And by the time the Oscars rolled around, it was really too late. So like it has not been getting the awards that people really thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking with Sonia Rao, a pop culture reporter with The Washington Post, with Shana Roth, a state capital correspondent for Michigan Public Radio Network, in-house movie buff, and with Ryan Patrick. Cooper, co-host of Culture Shift right here on WDET, about Sunday's Oscars. Uh, If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Tell us what are your favorite movies of the last year? Who and what are you rooting for in the major categories on Sunday? What are some of your least favorite movies of the year? What did you see and really think, gosh, I can't imagine that that will be even nominated for an Oscar, but maybe it is. Uh, And tell us if you're going to watch the awards this year. Why or why not? As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You could also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll try to work you into the conversation. Uh, Sonia, this year's favorites, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book, uh, seem like sort of underwhelming favorites. A lot of people are questioning whether these are even good movies, let alone why they're nominated for Best Picture. Is this is this a weak field this year? You know, I think it's really interesting to look at the movies that did get nominated because I wouldn't say that 2018 was a bad year for film at all. I think there are a lot of movies um, that critics loved, such as First Reform is an example of that, which just got a screenplay nomination but mm-hmm. didn't you know, end up making it to Best Picture. Um, so I would say, yeah, the Best Picture field is pretty... Interesting. I don't know if it's as lively as it has been in the past. Um, and those two movies in particular, Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book, 
um, for people who pay, you know, really close attention to the storyline surrounding these movies and just in this time of the year, um, they've been a little controversial, you know, because of the people who have made them more so than, I mean, in the case of Green Book, it's also because of what's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody was largely directed by a man who has been accused of um, sexual assault multiple times. He ended up being fired from the project, but, you know, he directed the bulk of it, so that kind of carries that weird story with it. Um, And Green Book, you know, the screenwriter, the son of uh, Tony Lip, one of the main characters, he ended up um, tweeting something kind of racist. You know, it blew up into this big controversy. Um, I don't think that'll hurt, you know, I don't think it'll hurt Rami Malek that Brian Singer, um, you know, has been accused of such things. I don't know if it'll hurt Green Book either that its screenwriter um, had tweeted such things. But it is kind of this uncomfortable thing to have, um, you know, surrounding your movie going to such a prestigious award show. Yeah. Uh, what about the other films, Ryan and and Shana? Are, are they are they better favorites than Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book? I think I think they're. Go ahead. Okay. I think they're definitely better than Bohemian Rhapsody and Green Book in part because I think I just I have such strong feelings against those movies for many reasons. <laughs> uh, but it's in I, I was really excited that Black Panther got uh, a best picture nomination. Uh, not just because it's recognizing genre films which the Academy generally does not. It has the same problem with horror movies, crime movies, things like that. Sure. Uh, but also because this was such a cultural moment uh, within the last year and it was something that really took off and that really meant a lot to a lot of people and I think that as the Academy Awards tries to sort of figure itself out and figure out what it wants to be it should really be looking for more movies like that that are not only well crafted uh, well made movies although it does suffer from the Marvel problem of like the third act is people punching each other with lots of special yeah, effects. Yeah you know I, I, <laughs> I, I like Black Panther for a lot yeah. of reasons but I didn't think it was a great film I didn't think it was a great right. movie I mean it, it, it did a lot of things that were were important, but I was surprised, I guess, that it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's it's a good example of, of a good movie that is elevated by what it means to people. Yeah. And I think that's something that is worth considering hmm. in the Academy. But I'm also excited that, you know, Roma got nominated. I think that's a great movie. Black Klansman, while it is it has some story issues, also a really good movie. So there's some good movies in there, uh, some even great movies in there. Hmm. Ryan? It's very fun to see a conversation about should we have a popular movie category (laughs) at the Oscars and then Black Panther finds its way into Best Picture and everyone's like, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's going to work. But I I don't know if if it's a stunning example of filmmaking. It was a ton of fun. It meant a lot for representation. It was groundbreaking in a lot of ways and maybe that does qualify it to be in its pop culture realm and the way it, it sort of entered the zeitgeist Some of the music is definitely showing up in the best original song. Kendrick Lamar getting his first nomination alongside the endlessly talented SZA for their song, All the Stars. Mm. So that'll be exciting to see if they pick up an Oscar for that. I think it's it's kind of wide open in the music category. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. Call and tell us what you are looking forward to on Sunday with the Oscar ceremony, what movies you're hoping do well, what movies you're hoping not to do well, uh, and whether you're going to watch at all. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number. Let's go to Brian on the east side. Brian, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, good morning. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? All right. I 
I'm a big movie buff. I go probably to 10, 15 movies a month. Oh, my goodness. So wow. I go see quite a And I just, I, I, I go see the movie. I enjoy the movie. And when, when you keep bringing in like, the outside stuff, like about the one guy eating chicken and how can a, a white guy show a black guy to eat chicken, it's just like, just enjoy the movie. I mean, <laughs> you the think there's too so much, much outside stuff is crazy. You think there's just too much made of the social implications right. of the films? Right. They they just and even with like you were saying with the uh, Black Panther movie, I thought it was a great movie. I seen like Red uh, Red Tails, great special effects, mm-hmm. but the, the script was horrible. <laughs> this had a really good script. <laughs> Black Panther was a lot better than Red Tails, and no question about that, uh, Brian. And I really people were so people were so single dimensional in Red Tails it was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but I re- it was a really good movie. Yeah, no, Brian. I really appreciate the call uh, and and the comments. This idea of of social issues, political issues, sort of bleeding over into movies. That's there's nothing new about that. I right, think there's right? an argument to be made for what Brian's saying is that a movie can be its own world and 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 tell a story. Sometimes people get upset about the honesty of that story. With Greenbrook, with Green Book, they're a little upset at the lack of honesty with that story, <laughs> but you know, I think there's a good argument to say, you know, does this do we have to think and and wring our hands over every social implication that's coming from a film? Yeah. That's, and probably ahead, not, Shana. but I think that the difference here is that we're talking about giving these movies awards. And that for me is where you uh, you need to kind of consider the the socio-political implications of these movies because we are saying that this is the best picture of the year. Well, why is that? And what is it about this story? And is it honest? Are all things that should be taken into account when you're awarding them? If you're just going to see a movie to see a movie, then, you know, take it as it is. But when we're talking about giving them, you know, the highest uh, award that you can, I think that those things should be taken into account. Yeah. So, Sonia Rao, uh, you know, the Academy is struggling with people watching the Oscars being as invested in them as they as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what Brian was talking about part of the problem? Is part of the problem that, that people see this no longer as just fun? Uh, that that there are all these social uh, issues that 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 attach to which movie is going to be judged the best. You know, I don't know if that's entirely a new thing. I think obviously social media plays a huge part in this, as it has in recent years with other issues as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, people see those considerations pop up more online and that kind of thing. Um, but I think it's always been around. You know, the way that we digest movies um, as people who cover this kind of stuff, you know, critics or reporters and stuff, has always been um, to engage with the content. Um, And, you know, as Shana mentioned, it is, I think, when you're at this level and you are awarding this, the best picture at the Oscars, which are arguably like the most important award show in this industry, I think it says a lot about what we value as a culture um, and it reflects a lot upon us. And so because of that, I do think there is a lot of weight that comes to the Oscars, like for people who watch this closely, um, for people who are just tuning in, you know, at home because they feel like they just want to do that on a Sunday night. It's a little bit more of a casual thing. Mm-hmm. I can see how that would be, you know, overwhelming or something of that sort. Um, but I don't think, you know, that really happens that much during the show. I think all of this narrative and stuff kind of happens externally. Um so I don't know if that would influence, you know, mm. people who are tuning in or anything of that sort. The show is usually pretty lighthearted, yeah. aside from some speeches. So Kathy in Ypsilanti called and said she wants to know, 
what's the big deal with Roma? And I want to pair her comment with Sasha from Troy. Sasha, yes. welcome to Detroit today. Hi. Hey. I love Roma. I saw it. I've seen it a couple of times. It is the best picture. It is the best made. It is about a Mexican housekeeper in the year in her life in the 19, early, early 70s. And it was so well done, so orchestrated. I, I can't even begin to say how much I loved it. And I will add the worst insult to everyone's intelligence is the favorite. It was the worst. Oh, really? Oh, oh, I like the favorite. Horrible. <laughs> Hor- I didn't see anybody laughing in the theater. That's uh, it. Wow. And I see plenty of movies, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, I, I appreciate the call and the, and the comments there. I second that emotion with Roma. I think I, I, mm-hmm. I, played, I, I went to see it in the theater. I know you could watch it in your underwear on the couch, and, that, and that's a storyline as well. <laughs> right. um, but I saw it in the theater, and I think it was one of the most powerful experiences I've had with film in a theater. Um, absolutely stunning. And when we talk about representation, it's bringing that to the table as well. And Alfonso Cuaron just continues to be, I think, one of the greatest modern sure. filmmakers, sure. period. I've just seen the trailers for that. I'm going to watch it before Sunday. But uh, just the visual of it, I mean, the way it's shot, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. film that it's shot on is really, its it catches your eye immediately. It, it's its a old school Hollywood epic, yes. but yes. set to a, a woman's life and a moment in her life and a big moment uh, uh, in Mexican history as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, I know music is a big part of why you watch the show. Tell us what's going on with the best song category. Okay, there, so one thing with, with Lady Gaga, right? I think there is a little <laughs> bit of a storyline saying, I don't see it picking up best actress, but she could pick up best original song. I don't want to say that's a consolation prize, but there is a way more riveting storyline for a dark horse, and that's with Diane Warren, who wrote All Fight for Jennifer Hudson. Uh, Fun Detroit fact. Jennifer Mm -hmm. Hudson will play Aretha Franklin in an upcoming uh, biopic about her life, but Diane Warren has been nominated 10 times for an Academy Award for music, which I think is a stunning achievement. <laughs> that is amazing. She's mm-hmm. a very prolific songwriter, but still 10 times and has never received an award. And I think that is something, never received an Academy Award. So I think that's something to watch. Mm. If, if we look at, are people going to get their dues? Um, it, it could be Diane Warren picking that up. And I think the other one, it, it's just a wild card category. I think the other one could be uh, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins. Wow. So I, I think that's wow. another one that could happen. It, it's a total toss up between these five, but I'd like to see Diane Warren take yeah, it home. No, that's fantastic. a great. That would be a great story. Uh, okay, before we end, I want to get all three of you to tell me what you think is going to win Best Picture. We've got about a minute left. So, uh, Sonia, I'll start with you. Um, you know, I think Roma, I think it has a good chance. There could be, you know, a random green book or black Klansman if that's something of that sort. But hmm. toward the tail end of this campaign, it does seem like because of all the reasons that we've discussed that Roma really, it's you know, stands a good chance. Okay. Uh, Shana? I think Roma's going to get Best Picture, but I think Spike Lee might finally get Best Director. I mm-hmm. think that he has been waiting for so long. Uh, Black Klansman is probably not his best movie, but yeah. I think it's definitely a very good movie, uh, and I think that they could split that. Yeah. Uh, Ryan? I think Roma takes it, and the ramifications of Netflix winning an Oscar is going to change a lot of things moving wow. forward. Wow. Ooh, yeah. Well, well I'm going to still watch Roma before this Sunday, so I'm not <laughs> making a prediction. Uh, but uh, I want to thank Sonia Rao of the Washington Post, Shana Roth 
of Michigan Public Radio Network, and Ryan Patrick Cooper of WDET's Culture Shift for being here. Thanks to all three of you. Thank you. Yeah. That's going to do it for me this week. I'll be back next week. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you on Monday.